0: There is so much that I learned on our trip to Israel. I'd like to take you on a tour of what I had wanted to see for a long time. And I bet you have too. The city of Jerusalem and the path that Jesus took from the night of the Last Supper until he rose from the dead. So let's go. When Jesus crossed the Mount of Olives, his first view was the huge Temple Mount. Here's a close up of the massive temple. And here's a map of the first century Jerusalem the Temple Mount in the center, the upper room on Mount Zion, Caiaphas's palace a little farther down the mountain, the Antonio Fortress with the Praetorium and Golgotha, and the empty tomb. After 2,000 years, several of the locations may not be exact, but it's still helpful in our understanding of what happened over those four days. This is a view of the Temple Mount now. The temple and the city were destroyed in A.D. 70 as prophesied. The structure with the Golden Dome is called the Dome of the Rock. It was built and is controlled by Muslims. It is where Abraham bound Isaac. Well, this is the view of the Mount of Olives from the Temple Mount. The Garden of Gethsemane is that grove of olive trees at the foot of the Mount of Olives. Well, this view shows how steep the path is that Jesus most likely took down the Mount of Olives on his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And from the foot of the Mount of Olives, you see the steep incline to the Temple Mount. On the southern side of the Temple Mount is Mount Zion, and it goes down to the Kidron Valley. This is the Kidron Valley. Sorry about the shaky video, but at least you can get an idea of the steep incline of Mount Zion and the distance from the valley to the summit. See, on Thursday night, Jesus and his disciples walked from the temple, where he had been speaking against the religious leaders, to an upper room near the top of Mount Zion. That is where Jesus celebrated the Passover with his disciples, where he instituted the Lord's Supper where he washed the disciples' feet and told them that one of them would betray him, and where he tried to prepare them that he would be taken and crucified. On that night, Jesus would have walked down some stone steps on the mountainside and likely exited the city at the fountain gate near the pool of Siloam and walked into the Kidron Valley. This scale model shows what the city looked like at the time and the path to the Kidron Valley. He would have made his way down to the Garden of Gethsemane, on the Mount of Olives where Judas knew Jesus would go to pray. This is part of the Garden of Gethsemane in which Jesus prayed that if there was some other way for the cup to pass, but not my will but yours be done, I was overcome with his willingness to do whatever it took to save us. You can see the proximity to the Temple Mount, which is right next to the Antonio Fortress where the Roman soldiers stayed. The soldiers and the Jewish leaders and Judas came into this garden to arrest Jesus, who was willingly waiting for them, and they marched him right back down the Kidron Valley and probably up these stone steps to the high priest Caiaphas's palace. About halfway up the Mount Zion, you can get a view of a gray domed church that was built over the ruins of Caiaphas's palace. He was rich and powerful, he was also cruel and ruthless. This picture was taken right by the ruins of Caiaphas's palace. You can see the proximity to the Temple Mount. You see the golden dome and the Mount of Olives in the background? Caiaphas even had a pit in his home for his enemies. Jesus was horribly beaten with 40 lashes and then lowered into this pit. But then it was filthy and dark. And Jesus spent the night there like a caged animal with no help awaiting the mock trial by the Sanhedrin. I felt honored to take a picture of my feet where Jesus had suffered so willingly for us. So much false testimony at this palace, it just didn't add up. But Jesus did not defend himself at all. He even sealed his own fate when Caiaphas said, Tell us whether you're the Son of God. Jesus said, You have said it yourself. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. The Sanhedrin condemned Jesus of blasphemy because he claimed to be God, so the soldiers took Jesus past the Temple Mount and into the Antonio Fortress. The religious leaders marched right to Governor Pilate's residence, the Praetorium, and coerced him to put Jesus to death. On the far right of the screen, you can see a tower. This is where the ruins of the Antonio Fortress and the Praetorium are. King Herod's palace actually is on the top of Mount Zion. This is a scale model showing the antonio fortress just north of the temple mount along the northern city wall this close-up shows you what the fortress looked like and this is the excavated floor where the roman soldiers tortured their prisoners the columns and the ceiling were not there at the time but have been built since they gave him 39 lashes with a cat of nine tails ripping the flesh off him mocking with a crown of thorns and spitting on him and beating him on the head You can actually see the king's game board scratched into the stone floor, showing how the soldiers placed bets as they viciously brutalized Jesus. They unleashed their worst. They were ruthless and bloodthirsty, but Jesus never gave up. And these are the narrow stone streets and buildings of Jerusalem, very much the same as they were in Jesus' time. Jesus carried the crossbeam up the mountain because the crucifixions were done outside the city walls. This model shows one possible location just north of the Temple Mount, just outside the Damascus Gate, basically at the dump. The Bible calls it Golgotha, or the place of the skull. This is a view of that location from the Mount of Olives on the ridge north of the Temple Mount. You see the white tower? And on this first century map, you can see the location of Golgotha on a major road north of the Temple Mount, the Romans enjoyed horrifying the people by having them walk past the crucifixions at eye level, where they could read the sign showing the crime that person was convicted of. This certainly looks like a skull to me, though no one knows for sure if this is the exact location of Jesus' crucifixion. And just a few steps away from the skull-like rock, there's a lush garden, just like the Bible describes. If this isn't the place, it surely gives us a good idea what it was like. And on one side, there's a tomb cut into the rock. It has a large area on the left and room for two bodies on the right, typical for a wealthy man's tomb, as Joseph of Arimathea would have had. This could be the very place where they laid Jesus' body and where he rose again. Wherever it was, Jesus' resurrection proves that he lived a sinless life and that the Father accepted his sacrifice as atonement for our sin. Because he lives, we too will live forever. Clearly, his tomb is empty. And I love the sign on the door. Just as the angel said, he is not here, for he is risen. After 40 days and six appearances and 500 eyewitnesses to his resurrection, Jesus ascended from the Mount of Olives to the right hand of the Father. See the tower on the Mount of Olives? This is the Church of the Ascension and marks the location where Jesus ascended. I hope this short video has been helpful for you to visualize what happened on those days when Jesus so willingly took on our enemies for us. No doubt he is our courageous champion the victor of sin and death and hell. He certainly earned that title, and one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. No doubt his love surpasses any love we have ever known. May this help you to grasp the depth of his great love for you and give you courage to be bold as you share his love everywhere, every day.